0: This is Susan Wheelbanks with BlendedInsight.com. I am an energy healer, an intuitive, and an integrative slash holistic wellness practitioner. In this podcast, I share tips, tools, and strategies that have helped me along my journey, and hopefully some of these things can help you along yours. Let's get started. Bright Souls, thank you so much for joining me on today's podcast. I want to jump right into this topic because Mother's Day is upon us. And for many people, Mother's Day is a beautiful celebration where they just love and adore their mother. The connection is heartfelt. They have this amazing mother. And for others, that is not the case. And so this is a time of year that gets a little bit tricky for some. That's why I wanted to do today's podcast to talk about the mother wound. The mother wound is essentially an internalized set of limiting beliefs and patterns that stem from the relationship with one's own mother. And it's typically a generational wound that is passed down from mother to mother. It occurs in both mother and son and mother and daughter, but typically the daughter relationship suffers a little bit more because we learn how to be a mother from our mothers. And if your mother was overly critical of you, if she competed with you, if she was jealous of you, if she tore you down verbally verbally or physically... If she invaded your privacy, if she betrayed you, showed that she wasn't trustworthy, if she treated you as less than a full bodied, valuable person, then you learned how to be a mother or a woman from that. And if you're a son, it also affects your self esteem. It's typically something, as I said, that maybe probably her mother did it to her or another woman in her life did it if she didn't have a mother in her life. And so this is a pattern that must be stopped. And if you are listening to this podcast, guess what you have incarnated at this time, space to be the person that breaks this pattern. I've done a lot of work on the mother wound. And the reason why is because as I've shared in previous podcasts, I have a very disconnected relationship with my mother. When I look at mothers and daughters or mothers and sons who are really close, I don't know what that feels like because I've never had that relationship with my own mother. I grew up with a mother who is an alcoholic, even though she won't admit it and has never sought treatment or been open to treatment, regardless of how many ways we've spoke to her about it. She also favored my brothers. I grew up with two older brothers they were almost three years older than me. They were twins. One passed away at 22 years old in a car accident with my cousin and a friend of theirs. There were no survivors. And the other one died at the age of 32. So I don't have any living siblings anymore. But growing up, she loved her twin boys. And when it came to me, she was very critical of me, pointed out my flaws. She made me feel like I had a weight problem when I didn't because she used to talk about, oh, you have big thighs or she was just mean, mean things that you should not ever say to a, a person or much less a child. She was jealous of me. It was really, really strange. I could never pinpoint it. It's like she would compete with me. She didn't respect my privacy. She went through my drawers growing up, went through all my stuff. She's a snoop. When I would visit after I had already moved out of the house, she would go through my luggage. So I'd have to put luggage locks on my suitcases to keep her out of my things. She also is not trustworthy. Whatever I told her, she would tell everyone and she still does that to this day. She's just not a trustworthy person. So as a child, when I would try to confide in my mother about private things going on with my body or things going on, she would usually laugh at me. I mean, she just just did not have the ability to connect with me and to be a witness to what I was going through and to help And guide me. She just is not capable. And then she would take whatever I said and tell everyone, and usually embellish the truth and and make it into something else. And that still happens to this day. I know not to tell my mother anything that I don't mind everyone knowing. And I also know to tell her very little because I know that she's going to put a spin on it that's not accurate. That I will have to then clean up to all of my aunts and uncles and say actually that's not what I said. This is what I said. And it becomes exhausting. So if you can relate to any of this, then yes, you have the mother wound. But I. I am not sharing any of this to to make you feel bad. That's not the purpose of this podcast. And we're definitely not going to end on this. I am just sharing some background to help you understand why I personally have done extensive work in this area and why I feel like I can maybe help you shift this. So let's go to my mother's mother, my grandmother. My grandmother favored her son's and her son's children. We lived close to my grandmother. She was not a nurturing grandmother at all. Didn't like to visit her. I don't remember her ever really hugging us or doing anything kind for us. All I remember is going to her house and her telling me about my uncle's children that lived in a different state. Those children had more value because they were born to her son. That's the message she gave. And that's what she believed because that's what she was programmed to believe. I remember her just being really critical and disconnected of my mother and it seems to, like her children. I felt like her children went over to visit her because they appreciated my grandfather who was really kind. They had that traditional setup, my grandmother and grandfather, where he was the one that did the work. She stayed home with the kids. My grandmother had seven kids. I know that she had a stroke. So maybe she was kinder before her stroke. I don't know. But I just remember her being mean. And I remember her being disconnected. So that was my mother's mother. And my mother either consciously or subconsciously took that wounding and took it out on me. That's what she did. And that's what unconscious people do. I've done that before I became conscious. You take a wound and you take out your pain on other people instead of looking at it, facing it, being brave and doing the work to stop it. Now here is where it gets a little bit tricky and uncomfortable. Your mother is the way that she is, or she was the way that she was, and she is not on this healing path. You are. Therefore, taking your newfound consciousness and trying to get her to see the light is likely not going to happen. Doing the healing work is an individual choice and it's an individual journey. And as much as I wish that my mother would suddenly become sober and realize how she repeated the wound that her mother gave her and do deep healing work and become a loving, nurturing mother and grandmother that I would love for her to be, I highly doubt that's going to happen because my mother is still wounded and she's not open to to healing. We've tried it. I've tried it for years. I do energy healing. I've done readings for her. I've sent her tons of energy healing. I've had other people work on her. Everyone in my family has went to her about her alcoholism. Before my brother died, we had like this intervention. We sat down and talked to her about it and she laughed in our faces because that's who my mother is. I don't think that she's intentionally being cruel. I think that she's ultra wounded and she is so broken inside that she does not have the courage to face those wounds and to heal them. And that is okay. That is not my responsibility. My responsibility is to heal myself and to ensure that I do not take that pain and cause other people pain with it. And that is also your responsibility. So I wanted to share that little piece to let you know that there is nothing you did to deserve the treatment that your mother or grandmother gave you. You did nothing wrong. When you come into this world, you are born to people who you previously contracted with. That's how I believe. I believe that we in some way get we choose our parents or our parents are chosen for the lessons and the sole mission that we have in this lifetime. When you're an innocent child, you are very much, you know, you're at the mercy of the your your providers, your caretakers. And so if you had a wounded caretaker, they may have done some damage to you. That is now your responsibility to heal and to move forward with. I do not consider myself a victim and I would like to encourage you to shift your perspective too if you feel like you're a victim. When you blame other people, you basically disempower yourself because the other person is not going to change therefore if they're to blame then and they're not going to change then you have no point of power when you take responsibility for where you are now as a grown up then you have the power to shift something in yourself, create healthy boundaries, create a new reality for yourself and to shift it. So this is what I wanna talk about next. There is a psychotherapist, her name is Terry Cole, and I do appreciate her perspective and her work on narcissism and things like that. For me, um, the psychotherapist path never really felt complete to me. Um, I so appreciate it. I love all the research and the work and the perspectives, I really, really do. And for some people, psychotherapy really works well. But for me, I don't like spending all of my time swimming around in the past. It doesn't work well for me. And trust me, I've tried it. I really have. I've committed to it. I've tried it. I've been to psychotherapists like early in my life. I've done the journaling. I've done the rituals where you write everything out and you burn it. I've done all that for me that missed the mark. So I'm going to share with you some suggestions. And these are things that I've done to see if it might be something that you resonate with that you would like to try because it may work for you. And then I will share what I have done that have that has actually made an impact and a difference. And you take what resonates with you because the whole point of this is to give you tips, tools, suggestions. And we're gonna do healing at the end, of course, to help you to heal this, break the pattern, and shift it once and for all. From a psychotherapist's perspective, a lot of times they will encourage you to journal about your experience growing up, how you feel with your mother. To me, this is really just a way of owning it because. I know, even in my early 20s, I was ashamed that I did not have a connection with my mother because I didn't understand why I didn't have that. I didn't understand why she favored my brothers. I didn't get why she was so disconnected from me. And I understand that now. And my mother just repeated a pattern. When there was friends of mine that have wonderful relationships with their parents and their mothers and, you know, their mother's their best friend and they go to their mother for everything, it would leave me feeling embarrassed because I didn't have that. When you journal about it and then you can do a ritual to release it, it can sometimes just help you to sit and own the feelings so that you release the shame and get clear on it that okay this was there this occurred this is how it made me feel and then I will release it through maybe you burn the paper or you shred the paper or you somehow do some kind of ritual to release that energy shift it so that you can heal it so that's one thing you can do. The next thing from a psychotherapist standpoint that's often recommended is talking to a trusted friend or going to see a therapist. And those may be things that are really helpful for you. When I was doing my mindfulness training and my hypnotherapy training, one of the things that we really learned is that a lot of times with traditional therapy, you're looking back a lot. And a lot of times it's hard to move out of that because once you go back there, some people get stuck there. And I'm one of those people that did not get a lot of benefit from that. You know, I have a couple of friends that I can share things with here and there. But I'm also very mindful of that because I don't want to re-energize the wound. My whole point is to acknowledge it, and then I want to release it, which is where energy healing comes in for me. And I'll share that in a little bit. The other thing you can do is if you have a lot of emotion around it, this is something I learned from Dr. Northrup a long time ago, is you can take a kitchen towel or some kind of like hand towel, wrap it around your hand and wrap the wall with it. And it makes that a sound like a whapping sound. And the energy of just whapping the wall helps to move stuff out of your body. The other thing you can do is exercise. And I know everyone's tired of me talking about exercising, but I'm never going to stop talking about exercising. It's going to be to the point where someone talks about exercising, you're going to think of me and me saying to exercise. <laughs> but that's a good way to move the energy out of your body. And this is really a good time to look at this because we have all of these really powerful full moons coming up whatever seeds are deep inside you when you start doing healing work they come up to the surface they almost get like derooted if that's even a word and they come to the surface to be healed and cleared so that's what we want to do so now I'm going to share the spiritual ways or I don't even know if it's really spiritual ways maybe like energetic things that I personally did to shift this in myself and I'm still doing it because I want to make sure that I get all the little roots. Just when I think I'm at a good level with it, something will come up to activate it. And I'm actually thankful of those moments, because it shows me that there was like a little tiny seed in there that came to the surface for me to clear away. You know, we go in layers, our energy bodies in layers, our emotions are in layers, you know, You were with your parents for, I was with my parents for 17 years, so I probably have 17 years of things that I have to clear up to expect to get that done in, you know, one 30-minute energy healing session is extremely unrealistic. (laughs) So it takes time, so be patient and compassionate with yourself. But here is what I've personally done that's worked the best for me. I sat with myself and thought about all of the characteristics of what a mother embodies. And this was particularly important for me as I became a mother. What does a mother do? A mother nurtures, physical and emotionally, is a nurturing person. You're bearing a child, you're bringing them forward, you protect the child, you empower them, you teach them self confidence, you teach them how to be independent. You teach them to honor their body, basically create rituals or celebrations of each life cycle, show them that their values show them that they're a gift, you help them come into their gifts, understand their gifts, explore their gifts. That's what a mother does to me. And that's the way that I see it. So what I did is I sat down to look at all of the qualities that I would love to have in a mother, you know, just some of the things that I mentioned or whatever it is for you that you would just love to have a loving mother, a nurturing mother, one that's strong, that's independent, that can give you counsel, that knows you and is connected to you and is always there for you. All of those beautiful, beautiful qualities. Now, after I wrote down the qualities and you can write those down now, or you could pause this come back to her or whatever, just think about it, is that I started to look for women who embody those qualities so that I could see it in action. And I always thought, gosh, you know, when you're a child, you're like, I wish I had a mother like that. Um, And I and I understand those feelings. You know, when you look at mothers and daughters, you're like, man, I wish I had that with my mother. That's normal. But the way that I see it is like, okay, I am so thankful that you have that mother in your life. And I'm so grateful that that type of woman exists on the planet because this mother wound is something that has went down from generation to generation. And that's a mother that's stopping it. And I'm so grateful for her and I honor her. And that's what I started to do. I started to get really passionate about finding women that embody all the qualities of a loving, loving, mother who is not going to inflict pain on other people who of course we're imperfect. I mean I've made mistakes with my daughter. We all make mistakes. It's not about being perfect, but it's about looking at ourselves and continual healing, having realistic expectations of women in general. And sticking together as, you know, the human race as being one and realizing that when we do make mistakes, we can look within, we can apologize, own our mistakes, and try to do better. And with the mother wound The people that are wounded often won't look at their mistakes or they won't own it or they're not willing to shift it. So the fact that you are willing to shift it and look at it and heal it means, yes, you probably still will make mistakes while you're healing. But when you can make amends and own it, that changes everything. Just having the acknowledgement and the consciousness really sheds light on it. So that is what I started to do. And then when I became a mother, and you can do this whether you're a mother or not, so hear me out. So what I started doing is looking at the qualities that I would like to embody as a mother and the qualities that I wish that my mother gave me. One of them was being a caretaker. My mother is a horrible caretaker. She's not nurturing and she's not connected. So she may help you in some way. But I mean, for the most part, we were on our own with meals and things like that. And if you asked, you know, if I asked my mother for something growing up, she said, oh, just get it yourself. And she was just totally checked out, right. And so I didn't grow up with a model of that. So what I started doing is looking at people that are really nurturing and, care, and caring and like, okay, that's how you do it. This is how I learn. And then I would just focus on that quality. And This is before I learned any energy healing or anything like that. And the more I started focusing on those qualities without having any knowledge of energetics, the more I started drawing people into my experience that embody those qualities and the stronger it got in myself. And it's essentially growing yourself up, whatever you didn't have growing up, now's the time to give it to yourself. So I also spent a couple of years after getting on the healing path, where I just decided to meet my own needs. So if I was feeling, I don't know, sad, okay, well, What qualities can I bring into my life to boost myself up? And I started mothering myself in that way. And that really helps to heal the wound. And I think the other thing that was really powerful for me is limiting my time with my mother. I don't live near my mother and I don't expose my daughter to my mother. Just because she is your mother doesn't mean she gets to inflict the same wounds on your children that she inflicted on you. She does not have the right to do that. She's just a person. Yes, honor her and be kind to her. Very kind to my mother. I send her flowers on Mother's Day. I always remember her birthday. I call her on holidays, and I do the nice things as a human that I should do to my mother. And I love her, but I also know that the way that she chooses to live her life is very out of alignment with me in the way that my daughter and I live our lives. And I'm not going to give her the opportunity to inflict that harm on my daughter because my mother has no filter. She says very hurtful things and. I'm not doing that to my daughter because I am a protector. One of the qualities that I embody as a mother, I don't care if we're blood relatives or not. She doesn't get to do that. So you can set boundaries. You know, I let my mother be who she is. I don't try to change her, but I'm also not going to allow her to mistreat me or my daughter. So those are some really healthy things you can do. And it is okay to do that. And when I do my meditations, I send my mother loving, healing energy at the end of my meditations. And I just let go of the attachment to the outcome. And that's what you have to do. Because here is the reality, you and I came into life at this time to heal this wound for all generations to come. This is what I receive in my meditations. And this is what I believe to be true. You are a master, your soul said, sign me up, I'll take one for the team. This has gone on too far. This has gone on too long. I am going to be that person that breaks this pattern and all generations to come will be better for it. So I'm going to go in, I'm going to feel the the mother wound. I'm going to feel it, experience it. I'll understand it. And then I'm going to heal it. I'm going to break the pattern. I'm going to heal it in myself. So I will no longer be jealous and bitter and upset for all the people that do have wonderful relationships with their mother. Instead of doing that, I'm going to honor that, that mother And I'm going to thank that mother for being an embodiment of what a healthy relationship should be. And I'm going to be thankful for my friend or colleague or whoever who has that relationship, because they were sent here to heal a different type of wound or to do a different mission. But my mission, part of my mission was to come in and take one for the team and stop this for all generations to come. Now, doesn't that feel nice and empowering you're listening to this, you're on this path. So that means you have the power and the mission to heal this. It doesn't matter how far along the journey you are. I don't care how long it's been going on. I don't care how old you are, it does not matter. The fact that you were drawn to this at this time space reality means that it's your mission, it's your time, it is your capability and ability to heal this. So let's heal it. And the way that you do this, like I said, I gave you lots of suggestions, take what works for you. Energy healing has been phenomenal for me in this, because I can basically when the seeds get pulled up, I can have someone do a healing on me to sweep it away. And we are going to do a healing here in just a minute. So that's been really helpful. Being the mother to myself that I didn't have has been phenomenal. Actually acknowledging and appreciating people who are willing to do their own healing work, other women, whether they're mothers or not, this is a collective consciousness type of wounding. Like I said, in the beginning, it comes from a patriarchal society where women were perceived as less than, or women had less value. And so the wounding in the mother, she takes out that pain on her children and other people. So this is a collective wound. So when you heal yourself, you break it in the collective consciousness, and you uplift everyone. So it's really an honor to be able to have the knowledge, the tools and the awareness to heal this in yourself. And when you heal it in yourself, you inspire others to heal it in their selves. And so it's kind of like the whole thing where I light your torch and you light someone else's torch, you can be a part of shifting this in humanity. And I really hope that you take this opportunity to do that you step into your power, you can heal this. I know that it was painful, but it did happen in the past. And I know some of us still have very broken, disconnected relationships with our mothers. But what I'm grateful for is that I am a good mother to my daughter. And if you don't have children, it's okay. What do you mother in your life? Do you mother friendships? Do you mother children, animals, plants? The mothering energy takes on lots of forms. But it really, to me, comes into you embodying your own personal value and knowing that you are worthy and that you matter and that you have equal value to any and everyone else. You know, you can be the fullness of who you are and that you're needed, you're wanted, you're here for a reason. And that's really the perspective that I would love for you to take on. So. With that said, I hope this was helpful and it was a lot and I was trying to pack it all in into one podcast, but I could really talk about this forever and I I don't want to because I want to get to the healing. When it comes to Mother's Day, I understand maybe you don't enjoy spending time with your mother or you aren't going to see your mother or you have wounds from your mother. Maybe your mother's not living anymore. I would really encourage you to spend some time lifting up the strong, beautiful, healed, Mothers. And most importantly, I would encourage you to mother yourself. On Mother's Day, I love Mother's Day. Even though the relationship with my mother is broken, I mean, even before I had my daughter, I like to spend that time just taking in the feminine energy of the planet and using that to strengthen myself. I like to use it as a self nurturing day because I'm celebrating the feminine energy. Women represent the feminine energy, whereas men represent the masculine energy. So it's a yin day just to relax, have soft energy, appreciate the women all over the world, whether you are birthing a child or not, mothering yourself, being kind to others, embodying the feminine energy, that's the way I look at it. And I mean, hey, I always reach out to even the dog moms and the cat moms, you know, those that try to take care of others and uplift the vibration of the planet. So I hope that some of this helped you. Let's get into a healing. So please uncross your arms and legs and start focusing on your breathing. And I'm just running beautiful healing energy. Part of your purpose is to heal this in yourself and break the generational pattern. You chose to stop this. You have the power. Working on your heart center, filling it with beautiful energy. And I'm cleaning the cord between you and your mother. Doesn't matter if she's living or not, I'm just cleaning the cord. And remember, your mother just repeated a wound. mothers and women in the world, beautiful healing energy, sending it to you and also to all the women so that we can stand together, stop this generational pattern, stand in our power, and begin to love, nurture, care, and support one another. We have to stop this pattern of tearing each other down. We are valuable. Without women, the species ceases to exist. So it's time to start honoring the female energy. And if you feel emotional, it's okay, just let the emotions come really flooding you with energy, so sometimes it pushes things out, and that's okay. This healing is for you, this podcast is for you, because you're the one that was drawn to it and tuned in, so let's focus on you. few things I want to share before I close out. First of all, thank you for having the courage to listen to this to its fullness and being brave enough to look at this and be willing to step into a new reality. If I said some things that didn't resonate with you or upset you in some way, please just let it go. Let it wash over you disconnect from it and move on. Please don't write me an ugly email or leave me an ugly comment because that isn't the purpose. We are all here because different things work for different people. And we're there's billions and billions of people on the planet. So for somebody, this is going to resonate. And that is who the message is for. So if it didn't resonate with you, just let it go and move on. And I really pray that you find something that really helps you to heal this wound. The other thing I wanted to mention is that my self, my self care support bundle on my website may be really instrumental in helping you boost your self esteem and your self value. I will leave that in the show notes. Also, I did a healing on my YouTube channel for this same topic. So I will also leave a link to that in the show notes. And if you would like to subscribe to my newsletter so that you can be the first to hear about all of my offers and tools that I like to send out please go over to blendedinsight.com and get on my mailing list. And I just send you so much love. Thank you so much for being a part of my journey for connecting with me for supporting me for sharing my work and sending me such beautiful feedback. I so so appreciate you and together we're going to heal this. We're going to move past it and the entire collective consciousness will be better as a result. So I'm just sending you all my love and I hope you a beautiful day and a wonderful week. Take care. Bye-bye.